0: Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi and welcome back to the Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. In today's podcast episode, I am going to be talking all about my top five must-have visuals for the classroom. I know for many educators, especially those who are new to this field, visuals can be overwhelming. What visuals should you have? When does it become too much? Is there such a thing as too many visuals? And it's important to remember, especially throughout this podcast episode, that every single one of our students is different. And while these are my top five visuals, they may not be what your students or classroom need. When you're trying visuals for the first time, just be sure to give your students enough time to get used to them, being able to identify them and understand them. Just like anything new that we introduce to our students, we need to give it enough time for them to get used to it. The visuals I'm discussing today are my top five because they're ones that I feel have been the most helpful for my students over the years. And these visuals don't have to be used just for autistic students. Everyone can benefit from visuals and if you want to find out more about symbols be sure to listen to my podcast episode with Barbara from Smarty Symbols where we talk all about this. So let's get started with today's episode. Number one is a visual schedule. This is always top of my list and You know, I don't think there's a classroom anymore that I've been to that doesn't have a visual schedule because having one is just a huge game changer. For many of our students, the unknown is actually one of the scariest parts of their school day, especially if they're new and they're still trying to work out the routine. Having a visual schedule is a great tool for your students to be able to see what's happening, when it's happening and what comes next. You can have schedules in a number of different ways. You could have a whole class one and this is great if your students in class all follow the same schedule or you can have individual ones. So we like to use individual ones because the students can have some form of control with their schedule. They're able to go up and look at it. They can take off the symbols when the activity is finished and be able to put it in their small bag at the end of the schedule. With our schedules we We like to use them horizontally rather than vertically. We like to think of it as following the process to read, so we read from left to right. This is why we also have our words underneath the images on our symbol cards too. Having a visual schedule is also beneficial for your staff, especially if you have new staff in your classroom or you have staff who are covering for your usual team members. Number two are communication symbols. So think of it like pecs. You've probably heard and seen everywhere that behavior is a form of communication and it's so important for us to be able to give our students as many opportunities to be able to communicate with us as possible. So my students each have their own communication book with symbols inside and I'll link it in the show notes for you to have a look as well. These communication books are great for us to be able to help them communicate their needs and wants with us. This is another reason why I think it's important for us to have good relationships with our students' families. You'll be able to communicate with them, find out what their child likes, wants and needs the most and be able to provide symbols for this. There are also some great apps available like ProLoco2Go where students can use the symbols on there to communicate and there's a speaker for them to read out loud as well. It's best to communicate with your students' families and involve your speech and language therapist too in order to discuss how best to help your students communicate. And this may look different for each of your students in your classroom. Some may like to use the iPads, some may like to use visual symbols, some may sign, some may talk. It's going to be different for all of your students. Number three are classroom labels. Now, before you think I'm crazy for having this as one of my top five, let me just explain. I think we all can understand how frustrating it is when we can't find something. Imagine it's during a time where you only have 10 minutes to relax and yet you can't find what you're looking for. So you end up wasting six, seven minutes of it trying to find something and then you only have two minutes to use it. Labels make things so much easier, especially when they have images on them as well. This will also be helpful for staff when they're trying to find the home for items to be put away. And again, especially if you have new staff or staff who are covering while your usual team members aren't in class that day. Finally, these labels also help promote independence. Your students will know where to find things, know where to go to get them, know where to put things when they're tidying up. There's nothing worse than pulling out a box of Legos and inside there are all different marbles because the students didn't know where the marbles belong so they've just put it all in that one box and then when you go looking for the marbles you can't find them because they're not where you think they're supposed to be. Having those labels helps our students understand where things live. Number four, first and then boards. I can't even tell you how much these have helped over the years. Having a schedule is great to show your half a day or full day, but a first and then board is literally just that. First and then. First something's happening and then that's happening next. These are great for students who need to be pretty much in the moment. What are they doing next? What are they doing right now? They want choice, but you need them to work first. Show them the symbols. First work, then choice. You're showing them that they are going to get what they want, but first they just have to work and then they can have it. The fifth and final one was the hardest for me to choose and I almost changed this podcast to my six must-have visuals for the classroom because I couldn't decide between an I am working for board or a choice board. But ultimately, I feel like I use the I am working for board more and it's more of a must have what my students have needed over the years. The I am working for board is a great reward system and you can make it all different levels for your students. You can have students earn three tokens to get their reward all the way up to 10 or 12 tokens to get their reward. And that's why I love it because it's easy to differentiate for each of your students individual ability levels and needs. Having a symbol of something that the student wants is always a great motivator and by showing them how many tokens they need in order to get that item, it's just a great tool to help them stay motivated and finish their work in order to get what they want. So those are my top five must-have visuals for the classroom, at least for me and my students over the years. And I'm going to include some links in the show notes as well so you can see what each of these visuals look like and the way that I use them as well. If you have a spare few moments, I'd love for you to head over to the show notes and leave a comment letting us know what are your must-have visuals for your students in your classroom. Don't forget like I always say some of the best professional development can come from the teacher next door and I don't mean that literally I mean it as well online some of the best things you can learn are from other teachers so head over leave a comment and share your must-have visuals and if you do have a spare few moments I would love for you to leave a review on this podcast so that others can find our episodes too. I hope you found today's episode helpful thank you for listening and I'll speak to you again soon.